It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, hello everyone. Welcome back to the Rogue Report podcast, blah, blah, blah. My name's Alex. Uh, here's Anthony. How you doing, Anthony? Hi, I'm yeah. Okay, yeah, it's just me and Anthony today. We're just going to get straight to the point. Yesterday's game was absolutely god-awful and we're just going to talk about it from the get-go. The rest of Rooker Report's actually binned it, so it's just me and Alex. Yeah, yeah, much like the players on the pitch yesterday, the the Rooker Report crew have gone into hiding once the uh, results have gone awry and therefore it's only me and Anthony in the studio. So yeah, we have literally just myself and um, an Anthony here, so just going to be a just two sad blokes talking about a terrible game of football. I'm about to cry about Bolton. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much how it's going to go. So I suppose um, I'll give a brief recap of the week in football. Uh, we've not got the three-word review or any other segments because uh, none of us were in any mood to even think about trying to organise this pod in a coherent way. <laughs> so let's just go for it. Uh, Sunderland um, drew 1-1 with Rotherham on Tuesday and then lost 1-1 with Bolton yesterday. <laughs> and, and that's pretty much it. So... Uh, and th- just, I was about to say there that we'll start with you, but we don't really have a choice but to start yeah. with you. So Talk about the chair. I mean, the chair's yeah. nice. You yeah. Talk decent. Tell me about it. Pretend that I, pretend that I have the privilege of not knowing how bad we are. Yeah, unfortunately, we all know how bad we were. Um, we never looked like winning from the start. Uh, Bolton came out. They looked like a, an accomplished side when they only met four minutes ago. Um, <laughs> yeah. They hit the post early on, thinking. That, that, that's it the, the, t- the side's going to wake up then we go 1-0 down after the second half Jack Hobbs at the back post knocks one in a very contentious penalty in about 91 minutes it's never a penalty I felt so sorry for Bolton at the time and I still feel sorry for them now uh, McGeady smashes home the penalty one's a piece somehow we got a, a draw a point out of that mm-hmm. I just think it's absolutely pathetic the way Saturday is saying oh we've managed to sneak a point Against. A very contentious point against a team that, as you say, met about four minutes ago. The mighty Bolton. Yeah, they fielded literally eight of their nine senior <laughs> players yesterday. And the rest of that team was made up of lads who were doing GCSEs one or two years ago. To be perfectly honest, that's no real disrespect to Bolton. I, I probably should be you know, giving them a bit more grace. Because yesterday, given the situation they've been in and, and what they've gone through in the past few weeks and months, they played really well. Absolutely. And, then, and they had... Far more of a game plan than we did, yeah. but un- and sadly, I'm afraid that says more about us than it does about them. I think it says um, a lot about Jack Ross's time here. Now, um, I've seen a stat today saying that uh, we've, when we think we've been so competitive that we've only been in the top two for 45 days in Jack Ross's tenure, 
when it appears that we've been in the top two forever and nobody seems to have noticed that we haven't actually been up there. Mm-hmm. I've been a Jack Rossin kind of guy from start to finish. Um, I think yesterday was perhaps another nail in the coffin though and I think we're um, we're looking towards uh, looking for another manager I'd, I'd suppose I'd hazard yeah. a guess. I think that's probably the way it's going to go. I mean I was in the Jack Ross in camp until about 2.59pm yesterday <laughs> but ever since the game like they kicked off and I could just tell from the offset that they just weren't going to turn up. I mean I, I was there, I, I, I watched from the, the lofty heights of the University of Bolton Stadium, just how the players like just hid all game, and there are players in that team now who are getting scapegoated like Denver Hume, but they get yeah. no support. Like, I think, I, 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 just, think um, I think with uh, like as you say, Denver Hume got Slayton in the ratings yesterday actually with uh, with ourselves with the wonderful mighty Roger report. Uh, we um, Denver Hume got slated, but I think there's there's more to it than Denver Hume having a poor game. I think. Uh, he didn't have the opportunities to play the ball forward. He didn't have the opportunities to play the ball at all at times. He was just left isolated on the left-hand side. Yeah, it's all depressing, isn't it? It is. It's really, really shocking. I mean, if we're going to pick apart the game based on performers, though, now, Denver Hume, he's someone that... I mean, no one played well yesterday. No. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not about to say, oh, no, he's not a 1 out of 10. He's a... You know, he's a, he's a seven or eight. I'm, I'm not about to give anyone any kind of praise because in my eyes, they were all disappointing at best and atrocious at worst. But I think if you're going to give Denver Hume a one, the rest of them have got to take a one as well. I think. Ah, they've got to take a zero, the rest of them. It, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, here's someone I want to go to. The point I'm going to get at here is I'm, we're going to look at the choices made by Jack Ross to play the individuals he played and where he played them. And ultimately, those players didn't play well, but all of these bad decisions do come down to the manager, mm. ultimately, but... We'll focus on the players for now before we get to what I believe is, without a doubt, the root of the problem. Uh, Grant Ledbetter, away from home again. Now, this is a game where you needed to make a statement of a win if he wanted to get the fans back on side. If he wanted to really just get his doubters flying his banner again, he needed like a 6 or 7 nil win. Yeah. I know that sounds a bit delusional, but ultimately, if teams like Rotherham and Peterborough, who are our rivals, are beating them 6-1 and 5 nil, and we want to prove that we're better than them, didn't Ipswich good, give them a piston as well? 6-0 yep. or something? Yeah. That's it, yeah. Well, if, if we want to prove that we're one better than our promotion rivals, then logically it would be best to aim for one better than what they beat Bolton by. They should have gone for a 7-0. <laughs> and, what we get, and obviously what we get is another 1-1, which yeah. is just... It's it, it's honestly just absolutely pathetic. Honestly, I digress. Grant Ledbetter away again. You know, a game where you need to have momentum and you need to go at them with real vigour and real attacking intent. And he just slows everything down again. In a two-man midfield, he just... If, if Grant Ledbetter is, is is one or two of your men in that role, it's just... If Grant Ledbetter is the answer, what is the question? There's um, nothing there for him, is there? Yeah, so, yeah. I, I, I mean, don't know. Did, did, did you want to actually go with that? I had a few ideas. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, do, we'll do like a Mock the Week segment. Uh, we'll, we'll do a Mock the Weekend. We might end up with a uh, libel case. Perhaps not. <laughs> uh, yeah, possibly. You, know, you never know. Yeah, well... Why is Ross persisting with Leadbitter and why does he do it even though we're all very aware that it just doesn't work? I think it's perhaps a mind over matter sort of thing. Um, he's chose him as his captain. He then sees that he must play him. It's one of the, I'd imagine that's about it. Mm-hmm. But that's the honeymoon fallacy, isn't it? Yes, that's the, the, I'd imagine it's the same sort of thing. Um, he's picked his captain. Can't be seen to not be giving him a chance in the first team if that's his captain. Mm-hmm. He's, he's not a dreadful footballer. He really isn't. But against Bolton, we should be playing lads with 
more attack and intent and somebody who's who who wants to make that final pass. Mm-hmm. Greg yesterday as well. Choosing Greg was almost an act of genius. If he'd put the midfielders on who could provided any service to him, and there was just, I mean, he had that one chance which everyone put their head in their hands and thought, this is just not going to work. But yeah, it's, it's depressing. I can't. When they came out yesterday, about five minutes in, I, I was looking at it going, has Jack Ross even spoke to them? Is there a game plan? There's not even a plan A, never mm-hmm. mind a plan B. There was nothing there. It was a, it was mortifying mm-hmm. just to see the same mm-hmm. same turgid stuff that came out at the beginning of the season against Oxford. We weren't efficacious enough at the front to play balls into the centre. We had no quality on the end of that. We had Denver Hume, Sky and balls into Rose Ed. That was Oxford. Now, last night, we didn't even have... Sorry, yesterday afternoon, we didn't have anybody who even wanted to put the ball in the box for anybody. It was it was just... I mean, Flanagan had that header. That's <laughs> about the only chance I can think of at the moment. Um, we had basically no end product from from start to finish. And we were so fortunate to get a penalty. Mm-hmm. So fortunate. Yeah. What I've seen recently in our Sunderland team that differs greatly from, say, the start of the season or even last season is that they don't try to play as much down the wings as they used to. Mm. Like, I mean, I remember against Oxford, everything that Ross's team tried to do came through the wings. And I think that just put Hume under more and more pressure. He got more and more groans from the home fans with every cross that he skied. And, I mean, ultimately, I can't sit here and just say that we have to be nice to him all the time if he's not playing well because that's just not how it works yeah. in, 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 in the game of professional football. Have, but, you, read, have you read Twitter? <laughs> yeah, well, have you, have you read anything? You know, I mean, but that's, that's the thing as well. You know, I, 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 ultimately, you can't blame fans for being dissatisfied with no, the performance. And they are going to verbalise that in a game. And, and it's just, it, it's a reaction. It's, it's instinctive. Again, I'm, I'm steering away from my initial point is yeah. that we've started recently to play more through the middle. But where I believe that that halts and that stagnates for us and I think you we're, we're getting towards it is that when you've got Ledbetter in the middle he slows everything down like all the momentum that could be generated through the middle and into some striker spearheading an attack it just gets lost he, he either can't get to the ball quick enough to do what needs to be done with it or he just doesn't have that mindset all of his balls just go well they're just they're, they're, they go sideways at best it, who would you the, have replaced him with? McGeoch. Dylan McGeoch. Dylan McGeoch cannot catch a break. Season after season now, well, I say season after season, season after last season now, not to over-dramatise it, well, he probably has been and currently is our best holding midfielder. He's neat and tidy on the ball. He can pick it up and distribute it. He can think in an attack-minded way while also being conservative if we're defending. McGeoch in League One has never looked like a bad signing at all, but he was kept up by Honeyman and now Ledbetter for the same reason, yeah. because they're the captain. That's it. But ultimately... I. The difference for me, though, between Honeyman and Ledbetter, I thought Honeyman was Honeyman was more positive on the ball. Wasn't the best midfielder, definitely not. But he he had a, he had more intent than he Ledbetter does. He wanted to does. go forward. He scored yeah. more goals than Ledbetter ever will mm-hmm. uh, in this side. Uh, I mean, midfield-wise, McGeoch w- would have been a good shout. But in the end, it's another holding midfielder. We didn't need holding midfielders in that game yesterday at all. What we needed to do was get the bit between the teeth, get out there and mm-hmm. pummel them from start to finish. Like don't lump balls forward from the back all we had to do was play the ball on the floor we didn't do it once we were lumping aimless balls at mm-hmm. Greg who's not the tallest and not the strongest Yeah. and then when White come on we started playing the ball on the floor What is go- what was going on it's crazy stuff. The, the mind boggles like it's absolutely it's like if if it wasn't really irritating, it'd be hilarious. <laughs> uh, but you're right. Like when when they went through the middle, when we seldom threatened by attacking them head on, 
the most we seemed to have were a few talented individuals who ultimately didn't really seem to have like a good sequence planned or a good, a good set out. I mean, again, McGeady, and I'll get to him, but he was frustrating on the ball. Yeah, I just don't think that there were many real ideas. And so many times when we got the ball out wide, rather than looking for a way into the middle, we did just like hoof a ball in. I've got then there's Greg Ch- then there's Greg chasing it down with yeah. two six foot three defenders That's on absolutely. him. Absolutely, I've got an unpopular opinion about McGeady. Anyway, I think I don't think he offers us much at all. Um, well, until you know he's what? Got like, mm-hmm. He's got like he gets a fifteen minute spell in his game, and he's out out of this world. He's by far the best player on the pitch for this fifteen minutes, but the rest of it, he just. He's he's gone and that it's it's so frustrating. I'm probably being too bad about him mm. to be honest. But is that an unpopular opinion though? Like if you look at the past four games, what has McGeady done? Uh, he, he still bangs them in, doesn't he? It's uh, without <laughs> without over dramatizing it. He still he still gets the goals. Um, if he didn't get the goals, then he'd probably be under the same uh, sort of hammer as as Ledbetter would mm-hmm. be or as. Uh, it's just we need players who are going to get the ball at the feet and have something that moves forward if we can't move forward and what's the point in playing football if you want to play the ball sideways or backwards then we could what's the aim of a game of football put the ball in the onion bag that's mm-hmm. all you've got to do it's the, how hard could that be put the ball up to Greg if he buggers up then at least you've give the ball mm-hmm. to Greg it's, it's how hard could it be mm-hmm. <laughs> he speaks as a non-professional footballer. Yeah, well, I'm, 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 aren't we all? You know, I don't think we've. No, I'm the best Sunday league player that's ever been. Though, that's a thing. Well, I, I mean, hey, you know, I'd imagine you'd probably be better, you're better than me, probably. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you that answer. But yeah, it's just in, in Griggs' defence, though. If if we're gonna maybe put the lens back on him in the second half, he did come into the game a lot more. And when we were playing on the ground, he was. Providing a lot, his his first touch was excellent. Yeah, you can see, and, he's, and he's it, a it, player, it, isn't yeah, it? it really helped to orchestrate attacks through the middle when they happened. But again, the the issue is is that not often enough are we starting with that as our game plan. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but let's say you start that game yesterday with a four three three, and as and as you said there, you know, you, you you ditch the emphasis on having a holding midfielder, and you just you just put together a, a team that's going to go one way, and then if it gets done on the counter, it could get done on the counter, but ultimately. When you're up against a team like Bolton, who'll be shot on confidence, who are shipping five or six per game, and you just attack them from the off, you get an early goal, and the rest will be history. I couldn't agree more. Uh, you get an early goal, um, and that that side capitulate. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we didn't get an early goal or a goal at all until the ninety-first minute. Mm-hmm. Was that even a penalty, though? No. Uh, well, it is now in the law, isn't it? Uh, yeah. But having... in, insofar as it was given by a referee, it's a penalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's it's given as a penalty in the laws. It's a penalty because it's hit the defender's hand. Mm-hmm. It was a crazy. jammy one, though. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's. Uh, I, I just as as much as I, I I love to say that way we came away with a point. I was devastated for Bolton there. I mean, the the the, mm-hmm. the rubbish they've been through recently, and the the finally getting some points on the board. They finally getting a win, and then we go and steal it. From yeah, them. <laughs> snatched away in a really like cruel fashion. But honestly, the one-one scoreline flattered us. It really, really did. And yeah, normally, when one, we get one a, nil to Bolton was the deserved result. Absolutely, uh, we get normally we get a goal in the last minute, and it's like a one-one win, isn't it? Yeah. Yesterday, uh, we just felt like we'd stole something, and it felt horrific. Yeah. Um, I, it's I, like you'd stolen from like an old woman, wasn't it? <laughs> it's like okay, it's like okay, yeah, you, you've got a bit more money now to keep you going, but ultimately, look what you've done. <laughs> look what you've done. It's like going around with a charity ID that's fake and stealing out of people's purses. That's pretty much, yeah. 
it's it felt it felt awful. Mm-hmm. It felt absolutely awful. The only um, way that could have been was if McGeady actually just missed the penalty. <laughs> I'd have cried. I think. I, yeah. I actually, I actually think right in that game yesterday, he looked really frustrated, and his confidence looked like it was getting shot. He, he's done this thing recently, and I don't know why he started doing it. He keeps falling over. Mm. Like, have you noticed? Like, he did it against Rotherham. Like, he went he's, down the wing and then just tripped over himself. He's trying, and he, he's, he's, uh, I mean, even yesterday, I think he's. It's, it, he went, it, when he hit the penalty, scored, went to celebrate, fell over, picked the ball up, fell over again, yeah. dropped the ball. It was, it was just shambolic. He's falling over, yeah. And, and it's just so many bad things that have happened for him recently while playing for Sunderland that I just think that missing another Cursed. penalty, yeah, I, I reckon that would have really, like, shot his confidence. I mean, I know he's a, he's a veteran winger and he's had a. Quite a very prestigious career. Oh, absolutely. I think that kind of mentality affects anyone really, and I think that really would have done him in. But so, what's the answer? The answer. Getting rid of Jack Ross is not the answer. I think it is the answer. I yeah. think, I think he's had his time to prove the doubt is wrong, and I think people like myself have stood by him through perhaps a, a lot of the very justifiable criticism. I think many times he's put out a game plan that hasn't worked, and he seldom changes things fundamentally to put us in the right direction. In Sunderland manager context, he's been here forever. He has? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I mean, what, a year and a half? That's like a a, a decade in advocate years, it's isn't it? 20 years, isn't it? It's, oh, it's, it's mental. So um, if we can't, if, if we get rid of Jack Ross, we have to get somebody accomplished in. We can't mm-hmm. keep going for people who have have nothing on their CV. But then you get the rumours of Sam Allardyce and you get the rumours of Chris Hewton and mm. you, get, you just think... Would you would you have any either of those two? I'd welcome anybody at the moment who yeah. has anything on the CV which is remotely mm-hmm. decent. I'd, I'd, not that I'm slagging Jack Ross off. I really like the bloke and I think that... I think he has... Probably he'll go and leave Sunderland and end up winning the title with Man United mm-hmm. or something. It's just what will happen. It's Sunderland, isn't it? Yeah. It's what do we not, do. Do you not think you'll probably go to a club that's maybe run about our level currently where there's less of an expectation and because that's the case, he'll do a lot better? Yeah, probably. Or he'll end up back in the Scottish Premier League, mm-hmm. which is probably more likely as we'll swap him for Paul Heckenbottom. <laughs> hey, yeah, I mean, uh, Paul Heckenbottom, I don't think will be a terrible shout. But he's it, done the job of he's done a good job at Barnsley, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he wouldn't be who I would go for. I mean, does anyone? I mean, I, I, I've got quite a novel idea, but does anyone spring to your mind before I I um, uh, divulge that one? I'd give Paul Hurst another crack. Paul Hurst, yeah, uh, shoot the extras, be lad. Uh, I don't know where he is now. No, no, I'm, 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 I might give that a Google. I don't know. Has he got Just, a job? While I, while I Google for the sake of making this efficient, tell me why you would choose Paul Hurst. Uh, the Shrewsbury side he had were playing exceptional football, very attacking. Three at the back. That's all I can really come out with. Uh, yeah. Just they were winning games. It's, it's it's a Shrewsbury Town, by the way. Uh, they've they've not got the greatest of reputations, especially at League One level. League Two, perhaps. Uh, they're very they're a very winning side. But mm. is it Scunthorpe? Is it Scunthorpe? Yeah. How is he doing? Uh, I, 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 that 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 would require a more thorough uh, Google, to be honest. And so I don't. You've I don't just know completely if I destroyed my, my, my dreams. You've yeah. destroyed my dreams because he's not going to leave Scunthorpe, a team with that word in the name, to come here. Well, I mean, <laughs> in, in in fairness, if you could probably lure him away from League Two to League One. But it's the you mighty can, Scunthorpe, you do realise. That, that, it's it, it's yeah. close to that, that layer London as well. So, yeah, could get Pardew in. Yeah, that, got, that shocked you, didn't it? <laughs> oh, right, yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't know what you said there. I don't know. Yeah, I, just, uh, I feel like my, my, my brain deliberately wouldn't process yeah, that, yeah. that noise you just made. I, I, can I, you imagine? 
I, I, don't, I don't know what I'd do if I got Alan Pardew. I don't know how I'd feel about it. Uh, I, mean, I mean, obviously, that's this is an entirely hypothetical question, folks. We're not going to get Alan Pardew. Yeah. Oh, Jurgen Klopp when the Dell lads come in. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah but that, that's that's once the Dell lads come in. But, you know, I mean, They're already obviously, here, man. Have you not yeah. seen Company's house? They're already here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but, I mean, what I mean, once we start seeing the money, that then we'll have a different roster of managers to pick from. But, but for now, um, I'm going to run this idea by one th- and to to the listeners, Gareth Ainsworth. Mm. Now, now, hear me out, right? Gareth Ainsworth. Okay, the the, the, the tricky part from the get go would be luring him away from Wickham. And I know that sounds daft, but he's spent a lot of his career there, and he's been a manager since 2012 at Wickham, so he's been there a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think at one point he was even player manager, so he's he's had a very a very lengthy spell with that I think club. He was at Wimbledon first, wasn't he? Yeah, play for Wimbledon. He, he played for Wimbledon as in as in like like old, old Wimbledon. Wimbledon, yeah, yeah like proper, proper Wimbledon, yeah, not yeah, Don's Wimbledon. yeah, pre dissolution Wimbledon he played yeah. for, and, and then he went to Wickham afterward. I think that that's pretty much Ainsworth from from then till now, and he's another manager who doesn't have a lot of prestige at a higher level. Yeah, which is going to likely be where most our candidates will be there and thereabouts League One or equivalent standard much like how Jack Ross was the Scottish Championship with St yeah. Mirren but then he got Ainsworth and, he, and he, he won promotion from League Two with Wickham only a few seasons ago and uh, and from there obviously they're in League One now and yeah, taking steps yeah, to build yeah yeah, yeah. The, the, well the, the, the building they're on what is very much an upward trajectory yeah but uh, how long will it take them to have an upward trajectory here uh, I, because I, you well, know, you I know think, what our fans are like as yeah. soon as you lose your first game it's oh this lad doesn't work blah, well, blah, blah. It, well it, that's going to happen and it's one of those things where it's it's not a good thing to have that restlessness in the fan base but it can't be helped because what, what our fan base has been served season upon season is just garbage we've had uh, we've had two relegations on the bounce not too long ago we had season after season of, of barely surviving relegation seeing far more losses than wins or draws but when the playoff final last season well when they were playoff final which we lost uh, and before uh, that win the uh, checkered uh, which we lost as well so we've Wem- seen I yeah. not, did not realise that was Wembley's fault and not ours well we've, we've been there thrice and lost all three times if you look at Sunderland's track record of significant fixtures and seasons it, it, everything has us as the as the sort of as, as the the team on the business end we just seem to be suffering perpetually, season upon season. Yeah, we've got people like Chris Sutton coming out in the BBC saying that uh, we are the, the the biggest sleeping giant in the country, mm-hmm. that um, the, the biggest underachievers, I think he put That's it. what Kieran Brady said as well. Yeah, we are the large. Yeah, he did, yeah. I listened to that as well. Uh, but he is the largest. We, we are the largest underachievers in the country ever. Mm-hmm. And when you look back at it, it, it can't be that far wrong, even if even if we're not. We can't even be that Is far Chris Sutton saying it? Yeah, it's a shaman. Yeah, <laughs> I quote Brady with the same example. Absolutely, yeah. He's, he's more eloquent, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, certainly, definitely. tones of Chris of Sutton. Of Chris Sutton, yeah. yeah. But no, the, the, the point stands, and I think one of the main issues of Ross's tenure has been that we've been very polite with a lot of teams. You know, so so much so that it's almost submissive that we will play sometimes. That we set up defensively away from home, and then we do just seem to play for this this vain like goal of getting a clean sheet. It's it's more of the goal of keeping possession. It's it's like he mm-hmm. goes home and looks at the stats and thinks, "Oh yeah, sixty one percent. We've won possession. Yeah, like, that's what it's like the the old mag term, isn't it? Yeah. When when we beat them three 0 still. Oh, but we had more possession. We had more corners. Yeah, false that was win, it. Yeah, a false win. It's like what is going on? It's, yeah. But that's it's kind of how Jack Ross seems to see things. Mm-hmm. Whether he's 
he's too analytical with things. Maybe he he's, looks at things too much and he just, well, what you he, need to do is just get a bunch of lads who are going to elbow people through the face. Get out there, have a, just fight for something. Go well, out well, that's precisely it. And that's precisely why at Ainsworth, Ross is far too focused on this conservative brand of football that focuses on trying to get a clean sheet. But ultimately, he's never have we seen him obliterate a team here. Mm. And we have the players to do that. If we had the mindset, there was at least one team by now in the past two seasons that we could have beaten 6-0. At least Absolutely, one. Yeah. Because there are some terrible teams in this division. <laughs> yeah. I'm not wrong by seeing that. And Gareth Ainsworth is an absolutely ruthless bloke. Now, I'll take Gareth Ainsworth if he brings Akin Fenwell with him. Oh, that's, that's it. I, 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 honestly, what I would give to see that. I reckon, you know, like, like all jokes aside, that'd be an all right signing. I don't even you, want him to play. I just want him to be there. Just, just yeah, just, yeah, just, just kind of like mascot. You know, just, like, just in the change, imagine yeah. him in the changing room and you haven't, Performed well, and he, and he, he just, just, he just walks just in. Stood there on on Ainsworth's right, with his arms folded, just like glaring can, at everyone. Can yeah. you see Max Power fighting back? No, probably not. Absolutely or, or, or not. Nine. As yeah. much as I love the lad, he's not going to go out there. He's not going to go all guns blazing attacking Fenner, is he? No. Well, I mean, he played with him at Wickham, so he probably knows that himself, doesn't yeah, he? Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why he ran away, isn't mm. it? So. Well, yeah, ran. Yeah, he was, he was never signed. We found him. <laughs> we found him trembling in a street corner. And was like, oh, come on, come on, Luke, you can come play for us. <laughs> Bought his, on, paid, yeah. his, paid his taxi fare up going all yeah. 20 but no honestly what we need in that team is just less politeness and we need just more when we played Wickham we spoke a length of how much we hated that brand of football but ultimately Ainsworth one way or another will win a game when he has the resources if he has a team with our quality then we can have good games where we'll batter teams because he would set up for the sole purpose of what we set up for and that's to win if we're playing a bad team Whichever one it may be, whether whether or not it's sorry if we're playing a good team and we'll play badly or both, then I think he's someone who could grind out a win against the odds. I, th- purely I, th- because I he think can... well, looking at his current uh, form with Wigan, I think you're you're absolutely right mm-hmm. with that. It's just that Sunderland fans, I think, I'll, I'll speak for them all, all yeah. forty eight thousand of us. Of course, that's all we've got. <laughs> but I, I speak for them all there uh, when I when I say that I think. He would have to hit the ground running because if he if he had six games, I don't know. Obviously, we drew three of them once apiece. Mm. <laughs> we all start crying going home. Uh, if we drew one 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 again under Gareth Ainsworth, I think we'd just all. Oh yeah, the, the the pitchforks would have been put away and then brought right back out of the shed. I think we'd I think we'd all quit football. I think that would be it. I think we'd just turn to rugby or something. Yeah, if, well, if, if I don't know. It turned, it was... It's never been my thing, rugby, but I I turn to something. Time. I, I, I am going to pretend that I know exactly what's going on in rugby. Yeah, I, I, I think something happened this morning, but I don't know what. Like, mm. I, I don't, I don't follow it enough. Nah, I think something about Scotland. Egg but chasing. Egg, egg chasing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's not for me. If I wanted to chase eggs, I'd get a spoon and do a race. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what joke I was getting out there. Egg and spoon race? Was Egg and spoon that, was, race. That's was, the, was that the joke yeah. I was oh, making? That, that was a thing, isn't it? That was a thing. That was a thing, yeah, back, yeah, Back yeah. in primary school, remember uh, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh. was a thing. Once I, I remember someone glued their egg to their spoon when I was in primary school, and they won. I'll be absolutely... And they got found out for cheating. Oh, well, I hope they got drug tested. Drug tested? And I, and I hope their uh, hard drive got uh, checked as well. Craig. Because that is horrific. I mean, it's not great. That is just... That's like... Polishing your conkers and playing yeah. conkers—that's what that's like. Mm-hmm. That is it. It's it's you know what it is. It's like it's it it's match fixing at the most juvenile level. But I'm, yeah. I'm more angry now, having heard that, than I was when I walked in here. Yeah, that's, that's and and you've not been happy at any point today. I'm still crying. No, yeah, yeah. For those who obviously, I mean, this is an audio-based platform, but I assure you that Anth is across from me. Tears have been streaming from the get-go. Streaming. All of, all of the jokes and the japes that he's made—they've all just been to to, to mask. 
to mask the man himself who's wallowing in self-pity. Withered in a corner, just crying. Yeah. Do you want to talk so about... talk about Rotherham? Yeah, I was, I was just about to say. She was talking about Rotherham, yeah. Full-on excitement when we, uh, when we yeah, went out there. Yeah, let's, the first 30 minutes. Can we talk about them? Yeah, let, let's talk about the half an hour at Rotherham oh, where football outst- felt really, really good. It was outstanding, wasn't it? It's like it was a lifetime a, ago. 120 minutes of football ago and we were outstanding for 30 minutes. I know. Uh, we were incredible. Yeah, you had, you had Big Prince Alim in 30 seconds gone. And he's hitting that, hitting that ball over the top. What a pass. McNulty runs on. He's probably offside. Let's be perfectly honest let's in not, League One. Let's not worry about that. Let's not worry about no. that. No, he brings it down with a lovely first touch. Takes so it away from the keeper. That's a different sort of stealing. So, you know, the stealing yesterday is completely different to that sort of thievery. Yeah. Because it's Rotherham. Yeah, and, that's, uh, that's fine. I mean, yeah. no, because Rotherham weren't, like, weren't sort of staring into the void of administration. Relegated last year, they were. So yeah, we're that, looking that, at... We're looking, looking at rivals, so yeah. we can steal goals against them mm-hmm. and cheat yeah. all day. I don't mind. Rotherham was sooner in a higher division than we were, yeah. looking at recent history. Absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, actually, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Thanks for that, yeah. yeah. But ultimately, no, I mean, McNulty did great there, didn't he? Uh, ball yeah. comes off Moz Turk, brings it down. Lovely, I mean, obviously, we'll, we'll ignore the whole thing about him being potentially offside. He brings it down with a lovely first touch, takes it away from the keeper in one fluid motion, and then pokes it home for 1-0. Did we miss McNulty against Bolton? Yes, 100%. The... Energy that he brings is so um, it's 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 so not Greg and it's not Wyke. It's just energy. It's, it's he's, something he's very unique to himself that he's, we didn't have before him. He's up, yeah, absolutely not. We haven't had that for a long time up front. Full of energy, and he's every defender's worst nightmare. He runs at them. He runs away from them. He's running every. He just constantly runs, and. I've got a pound on him to score thirty plus this season. Right. So, yeah. Craigie. Uh, um, so what's the return on that? Two hundred to one. <laughs> I mean, if it comes off, you're laughing. Absolutely, two hundred quid. You've only got twenty eight to go, right? Twenty eight. Yeah, he's got two. Yeah, You've got to eat. Mm-hmm. Mark my words. <laughs> Was that a pun? Probably. Yeah. Well, I mean, Mark it, 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 it can be uh, if the if the shoe fits, then uh, you may as well wear it. I suppose oh, it's one of those things, isn't it? Yes. Uh, so but, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to uh, air my gambling issues anymore. No, yeah. but to, to bring the note perhaps back to a more negative one though um, I think the one issue that's probably going to be affecting that that bet of yours coming in is his injury record because uh, while he's been playing he's he's played very very well but he, he keeps picking on these knocks doesn't he he will have a run of 40 games where he scores in three in every one of them so don't worry about it we've got nothing to panic about Jack Ross will get the best out of him <laughs> um, what in the, in the next five minutes he's got at the club he'll be here forever Oh. I will eat my hat if Jack Ross has gone this week. I see, I mean, I don't think that will happen, to be honest with you. I don't think he'll go this week. But I think... I think uh, even by the end of the month or by yeah. the end of the January transfer window, I think... We, you, think you think he's got that long? I think, he's in, for, I think he's in for the long haul. Not that that's not that that's a popular opinion and it's not my <laughs> it's not my particular utopia. Mm. Um, but I think, I think Stuart Donald's pretty much cemented in his ways and he thinks that he is definitely the man to take him forward. Jack Ross must have a, the voice of an angel or something just to keep Stuart Donald thinking that I am the man for this job. Mm-hmm. Keep drawing ones apiece. We haven't lost, have we? Is, that, is it a lose? Have we lost? We've only lost against Peterborough. It's not a dreadful record, is it? But then you put it in the context of the games that we have drawn, and it's them dreary one ones that we generally don't deserve to win because we've sat off and sat off. Mm-hmm. That's the thing as well. If you look back at Ross's tenure so far, how many of those one ones were we the worst team in those games? I mean, obviously there's Bolton yesterday where we were definitely the worst team. 
Ipswich early this season, we were worse. Oxford, we were worse. Oh, Ipswich, they, that, that was the worst first half of football I have ever mm-hmm. seen us play. Well, absolutely diabolical. It was, it, was, it was like watching a Sunday league team trying mm-hmm. to go out against a Premier League team. It was horrific. It's the worst thing I've seen. I don't think Ross understands as well, nor do I think, nor do I think he's ever understood that just because you've chosen one formation doesn't mean you have to play that formation every single game. That's See, now, not my it, argument is that he started three four three against Oxford. The first game of the season started three four three against Oxford. I mentioned this on the previous pod. And we looked for the first nine minutes before Oxford scored, mm-hmm. we looked like we were going to score. It was it. Uh, he'd, he'd gone two attacking. We'd flunked it. Dobson plays the ball. I think it was Dobson that played the ball to their kid. Dobson, oh, that was um, McLaughlin. McLaughlin. No, McGeoch. Was one of them. That was somebody. Somebody passed the ball to somebody else and he put the ball in the back of the net at Oxford Lad. And then we turned out, he changed formation immediately and we didn't look like doing anything for the rest mm-hmm. of that game and somehow we came out with something. It was just the same thing week in, week out. And like I say, I've, everyone will vouch for it that I've fought Jack Ross's case on, on my Twitter for weeks on end and people ridiculing us for such a thing and then we end up with the result like yesterday and I, I just thought everybody was right and I was wrong yesterday it's sort of everything went ultimately pear-shaped for me <laughs> I fought his corner and have done like I said until yesterday but once you'd started from my point of view once I began to accept that a lot of the things that Ross has been doing have been what has led many people to turn against him. As soon as you sort of accepted the, the, the notion that, yes, he could be doing a very bad job here, a lot of other things do start to make a lot of sense. Yeah. And and what you said earlier about how Ross is just too analytic for his own good, that couldn't be any truer than than the evidence he's, he's presented us with, with regards to that. I think Ross associates having an identity in football with playing a certain formation. Yeah. And that would be a very analytical approach to how to build an identity, in quotation marks. An identity, you know, not to get too philosophical, but it's an immaterial thing. Yeah. It's, in, it's, it's an ethos that's circulating within the club and around the club. It's, it's essentially not, something created for the media to talk about. Yes, it, it is. It, it's not whether or not you play 3-5-2 or 4-4-2. It's about, it's about something a lot more, a, a lot more ethical and a lot deeper than just that but when I watch Ross put a team out he just seems to persist with the exact same thing week in week out until what he's presented is? with literally no only when he's got no other choice but to switch does he yeah. switch what is our identity I don't know uh, <laughs> uh, play, play for crap the, and for draw for the record play Alex shrugged draw. his shoulders that's yeah. not really that good for a voice uh, no <laughs> for well I've, I've, I've never claimed to be an expert yeah. on, on footballing matters but and again, you know, like I've just, I need to like air all of my frustrations about Ross that hitherto have gone totally, you know, undisturbed and dormant, but only now are they coming to the surface. You look at yesterday in, in, his, in his post-match interview and he's talking about how it was a shame he couldn't get the clean sheet. Now, look, Rotherham beat them 6-1. Did they keep a clean sheet? No. So what do they do instead, Ross? They scored six goals. Yeah. So we've come away from a game where we've played horribly, where we have been lucky to scrape a point as is, and your only concern is we should have kept a clean sheet. Now, that's, that, that to me is a man who isn't concerned about scoring. He's concerned about not conceding. Ergo, yeah. he is a man who focuses on not, not on winning, but on not losing. Not losing, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. 
And that mm. is not the mentality of any manager who gets anyone promoted from anywhere. Are there any positives from yesterday? No. None at all? Absolutely none. We none were absolutely diabolical. Do you think that it could have been Bolton picking up the pace, being able to gel a little bit more and stay thinking that? Well, I mean, I, I'm playing I think, devil's advocate. I yeah. don't believe this. No, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think compared to where they were at the start of the season, I think they're getting their act together. Yeah. But they're still a very vulnerable team. They didn't play Daryl Murphy also. We would have got beat. Well, I was about to say that. <laughs> you know, th- there's your positive. If they'd played Murphy, they would have absolutely battered us. Yeah, 4-1. Because I think yeah. he, w- he would have picked up Flanagan and hoid him about like a dog toy. <sighs> How does he keep it and bleed? Yeah. How does that happen? Mm-hmm. Like, why is Baldwin a, a question for you? Why is Baldwin in Salford, and why is Flanagan the, the man whose whose brain and legs operate on a, in, a, in a completely different way? Why is he still here? I mean, I, I, I don't mind the lad. I think he's probably a really nice bloke, but he's, he doesn't appear to be a defender. He doesn't appear to be a footballer. It's odd. I mean, he just he, he looked like he learned to walk about <laughs> twenty minutes before he walked onto the pitch. Yes, he did. Yeah, it's like you know, you know, like, you know those like robots that like Apple have been like trial and where like they they try and like they try and push them over and like the the stumble yeah, they, to stay up. But they get back up. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's that. That's Flanagan. That's what he. That's what Flanagan reminds me of. That's that's probably mm-hmm. more truer than my Bambi analogy I was going to use. Well, I mean, yeah. they both work ultimately, don't they? Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm trying to be positive. I'm I'm desperate to find something to pick to pick something that was like. That was that was good, wasn't mm-hmm. it? It's, there's nothing, is there? No. I, I don't. I'm not a doom monger. Everyone will tell you that mm-hmm. I'm probably the most happy, clappiest of people. I, I'll go out there and I'll I'll back something to the hilt, regardless. You'll of clap happily. Oh, I'll clap all day for no reason. I would I would applaud me dog rolling over on its belly. I'll do anything. <laughs> yeah, the kind of blog says thank you to the cash machine when you t- when it takes your money out. That's exactly what. Yes, yes I am. <laughs> I, I do that all of the time. I always thank the bus driver. Yeah. Uh, bit of an inside joke. Hey. <laughs> but I always feel that teams can have an off day. We did yesterday. Now, do we come back against... Sheffield United in the cup away. We have got Sheffield United in the cup away. Ignore everything I've just said. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, in the true Southern fashion, we'll go out there and we'll pummel them 4-1. It'll be... It's just what we do, isn't it? It's yeah. Draw against the teams like Bolton and the Ilk, and then we we, we go out and we play against Burnley and hammer them. 3-1. I reckon we'll definitely go there on Wednesday and just win two one. That's just for the crack. Like, j- Jack Russell will be in the job for another three weeks yeah. after that, and then well, what we, we what were we worrying about? And then we go on. We'll paste everybody three nil week in week out, and we'll look back on this and we'll think, what were we worried about? It was just a good Bolton side. Just a good. They have, they, Bolton haven't got a side, let alone a good Bolton side. They've got eight, they were playing eight senior players. I honestly, you know, I appreciate the positivity and and I I genuinely admire it. Like I'm I'm I would be inspired if I wasn't still gutted <laughs> over the game. But if, if anyone, like I just I am baffled that that any possible semblance of positivity can be taken from that game. Everything about it was like an insult to 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 me myself as a fan. Just watching it, like oh, you 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 got played off the park by Liam Bridcut. The job that Ledbetter uh, should be doing was demonstrated to him by, by Liam, Liam Bridcut as he just pinged the ball around left, right, and John Mensah all game. Uh, I mean, uh, fair play. I mean, okay, here's a positive. Uh, you know, Will Buckley still crap because he, he didn't do anything. No, he didn't. So still that, you know. I think Bolton's goalkeeper was exceptional. 
Oh, he, I think I think he did well, yeah. I think, um, Mind you, I think we'll we we'll probably made him look we'll better him by just accessible. swinging. We're swinging like tame, but still goal bound crosses, mm. and, and he looked pretty good making acrobatic saves, which ultimately weren't that hard to make. I used to play in goal, so I, I oh, can tell. Even I'm though, still a goalkeeper. All oh, right, well, you know, you're probably better than I, so <laughs> it's fair enough. Uh, I've been a goalkeeper since I was born. Right. I've been six foot seven. Well, there you go. <laughs> not going much for choice, really, have you? No, not really. I'm still crap like. Eh, no one cares. <laughs> I think um, I'm at a loss. How long do you think Jack, Jack Ross has got? I know we've already we've beat, beat around the bush. Let's have an answer. What? Wait, how long has he got? I think if he scuppers anything against MK Dons on Saturday, then do you think he's got after Sheffield United? Uh, honestly, I think they'll give him the benefit of this week. But I think I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it is though. I think he's probably very aware now that everyone is against him. Now he had he had his detractors and he's had them all season, but they were. I think overall a vocal minority. The the, the fans. But yesterday, they have they have trebled oh, yeah. in numbers after yesterday's game. Every, everybody was here. after him, wasn't they? Yesterday, yeah. the whole. I mean, I wasn't there. You were. And I'd imagine that the entire crowd was. Oh yeah. Don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Oh no. Sacked in the morning was was being chanted on about sixty minutes. You know, no, you, do, you don't know what you're doing when he brought off. And was that the whole crowd, or was that that was that was a, a large portion of them? Everyone. You know, and it, it wasn't good. And our away following it. I mean, the cl- the club has a lot of negatives, <laughs> mm-hmm. but our away following is magnificent. Isn't oh, it? it's I mean, absolutely fantastic! And if if honestly, if those fans want to chant that, then ultimately they're entitled to do that paid because the money they've gone down there. Yeah, then they've, they've watched some absolute tripe presented to them. So if you want to, if you want to say that, then go for it. I, I didn't watch the press conference. What did Ross come out with? Well, the the opening line was it's a shame we couldn't keep a clean sheet. Well, yeah, and that was it. Just essentially, it was I mean, just like, I mean, you I, know, I, I, I read I'd that heard, much of it and looked away. Yeah, I've I've read it all four times now. Haven't sunk. It hasn't sunk in because no. of that. We didn't keep a clean. We no, I'm I'm pretty sure sheet. at some point you referred to the 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 goal we scored as a reward or something like that. It was something stupid he said. I mean, you ridiculous. look at the stats. You don't watch the game. You look at the stats yesterday. And it looks like we have absolutely battered them and been really unfortunate to come up with a draw. Well, let's have a look. I think we had 28 shots. Yeah, we had 20 shots, five on target. Well, 20 shots and five of those were on target. Bolton had seven with two on target. We had 61% possession. Get in. We had 76% pass accuracy to their 62%. See, Jack Russell would be overjoyed with it. Nine corners. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the stats. But then you look at the game and you know that we didn't deserve that. No, because... Ross focuses primarily on on what we've said there on passing the ball, on, on passing the ball, keeping the position, yeah, keeping the ball around and looking for an opening. It's almost like, like, like it's almost like a dower take on tick attacker. Like it's just <laughs> that's that's what that's what it is to me. Don't don't don't. I'm, oh, I'm depressed again. Mm-hmm. I think a lot a lot of what Ross has done has been something between. Well, I think I think is. Ross play, tries to play quite a sophisticated brand of football in a division where sophisticated brands of football are non-existent. Unless you watch Rochdale. On, well, like, well, apparently, this watch Rochdale. I, I, well, you know, like you know, barring barring a few weird anomalies. But Rochdale that, that is, are not top of the table, so no, it doesn't work all the time. Well, clearly so. not. No, Ross seems to play a very cautious brand of football where we we'll pass around and we invite pressure from the opposition in the hopes that when we get it forward, we can string a few things together and get a goal. And that works, I would say, about a quarter of the time. We have clinical forward players. So if we do pass the ball around further down the park and wait for an opening, then we do have players which can capitalise. But ultimately, you know, I mean, it comes back to the whole expected goals thing. But if you're doing that just every night, but if that's just coming off, you know, if and when you can see an opening, then, you know, it's just you're going to score scarcely. And while the stats might flatter you, Scoreline won't, and there's only one. There's only one stat that matters, and that's the one here that says Bolton won, 
and then suddenly have a one as well next to them. Yeah, somehow. somehow. That's the only one that matters. The rest of them are completely meaningless in the grand scheme of things. Yes. But if we had a manager who played a system that were just relentless, that just got forward by any means necessary, got balls into the box by any means, and had strikers who were just doing their own thing and getting the goals the way they naturally get them, would do brilliantly. I mean, if we if we played, if we allowed ourselves to play to Griggs' strength rather than just darting the ball around, and then every now and then we'll hoof it in if we've got no more options, and then you know it'll get knocked away because he's five foot ten. Yeah. Do you think we underestimated them yesterday? Uh, I, do, you, I, do, you just, like, do you just think it was well, uh, lack of or do you think it was just a? I just think we weren't very good. I, 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 I'd, I'd agree with that I'd completely. I'd say we we yeah. aren't the sum of our parts. We are nowhere near that, and I think if we can get anywhere near the sum of our parts, we'll be back up at the top again. But being negative again, uh, I don't think we're going to ever get there under Jack Ross. No, no. I mean, a, a team that's going for an 100-point season or anywhere in the top two is not going to draw 1-1. One, one we're still going to get 100 points. In. It's still, it's still going to happen. It's, is, it's, is it even still mathematically possible? I get 100 imagine points? not, or close enough. <laughs> Well, I mean, we're certainly narrowing the margins with every 1-1, one, one, aren't we? Let's, let's just... Let's go into Sheffield United. Let's think we're not going to win. And let's hammer them 3-1. Yeah. It'll happen. Just watch this space. Sheffield United will underestimate us. They'll play a completely fringe 11. Looking at it, thinking, oh, they've just drew with the, the mighty Bolton. Um, and they're going to play an understrength squad. We'll play a relatively strong side, maybe. A bit like what Burnley did. Perhaps a bit Kim Bioka somewhere, or just some some of the one or two of the kids mm-hmm. in. They'll show the lads how to be a bit more dedicated to the job, and we'll we'll beat Sheffield United. Watch this. We're going to beat Sheffield United. Well, Everybody lump on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, bet on mass on yeah. us to beat Sheffield United two one. Yes. Hey, I mean, I wouldn't even be remotely surprised if Sunderland did do that because that's what Sunderland have been known to do. It really is. It's so depressing. Mm-hmm. But if we're going to look ahead, I think as the final part for today, let's look ahead to the MK Dons game. Yes, let's Now, do there is a lot on Ross here. Presuming, and I think you will, because I don't, I've, I've not been, I've not heard from anywhere otherwise. Check Twitter in case he's been slacked. Yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do that in the time being. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look. There's a lot Nothing on Ross now, and if there's ever a time to make a, a wholesale change to his philosophy, to his lineup, it's it's got to be now, and he's got to pull something out the bag here, because it, it's gonna it's gonna take him. If if he wants to even attempt to win the fans back, it's got to start on Saturday, and it, it's it's got to start with it with a th- with a, a very convincing three points against MK Dons. Will he do it? No, I agree. I think. We'll probably eke out a two-one or a one-one. I think we might. We're not going to. I don't think we'll capitulate. Uh, been sacked. He has. No, I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> not bad. Go <laughs> <laughs> stop crying there. Sorry, it? sorry. Go on, uh, go on. Uh, yeah. Where was I? Yeah, MK Dons. Yeah, I think we'll. Um, when he gets the when, when if he keeps his job, if we have no attacking output and we're defensive like we were against Bolton, then we've got a little bit of power. Passing the ball backwards to Flanagan and Ozturk or whoever's there, I think I think he can say goodbye to his job. I think mm-hmm. the fans have had enough. Now it's pretty much everyone. It's, that it's almost unanimous. Um, and Jack Ross has proven them all right with every passing game that goes. And I, I honestly, <sighs> we all love something. We wouldn't do this otherwise. 
if we, if, <laughs> I just pray that we win the next game and just keep winning. Mm-hmm. Even if we get scrappy 2-1 wins, I don't care. Just keep winning. Turgid football doesn't matter if we get the result in the mm-hmm. end. Ultimately, teams have gone up from this division last season, the season before, whenever. And a lot of those teams will have won games, you know, by either really tight margins or just by not playing well. And that that's a fairly normal occurrence. You know, I bet Luton and Barnsley last season, there were loads of games where they scraped a win where they might not have deserved it against a, a much poorer team. But that's the nature of League One. But now you've got them in the Championship and yeah. look where they are now. Luton are fourth bottom, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Barnsley aren't very far off that, if not further down. Um, but Charlton are doing well Charlton are doing really well but that's an anomaly uh, that's something that I don't think any of us will focus on for much longer because I think they'll probably fall off soon mm-hmm. if, well that's if if, they can, if the momentum stops eventually well it might make us feel better I suppose but uh, ultimately nothing will no. um, I think if we if we got promoted now I was watching West Brom Huddersfield uh, before we got here Huddersfield rock bottom West Brom uh, Huddersfield would pierce us on that performance today, we would get absolutely drubbed at seven nil. There is no doubt about it. They were attacking. They were the hard, and they, they were nowhere near Fulham. Nowhere mm-hmm. near them, and they would still give us a, an absolute drubbing. Uh, we have a lot, a lot of work to do if we're going to get promoted from this division and then build on that to mm-hmm. do something in the championship. We've we got to traverse the gulf of quality from League One to the Championship, even if you do go up. Yes, we're just a long way away from where we need to be. And given how we're playing at the moment, anything above League One feels like a million miles away. And, and whenever, whenever most... we build momentum, we manage to completely stop that. It's like we slap a brick wall mm-hmm. directly in front of us. You know what it's like? It's like bang. you've given that momentum that you talk of there to Ledbetter. Yeah. He's received it and he's, he's, put, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's put it sideways to McLaughlin. Yeah, it's exactly John O'Connor, don't know which one. Could be either, you never know. But it's just, I don't know how many times I've, I've begun a sentence on this pub by saying it's just, and then looking for the words to like articulate how I feel. But at the end of the day, it's just... I find myself sinking. Mm-hmm. I feel like I am. I, I just, he has to, what he has to do at MK Dons, he's got to drop Leadbitter and put anyone who's got more mobility about them in his place. He's got to drop McGeady because McGeady's just frustrating everyone at the moment. He's got to put somebody there who's just fresher in that position who could give us something a bit different just I'm not watching McGeady fall over again on the wing he needs uh, to change his boots well, he's, he's got to do something I don't know what he's doing but he, he needs a break because he's just been irritating everyone recently and you know I don't care that he scored a penalty I don't care that he scored it was a meaningless goal in my eyes That that that's as, that. I don't care that you got a point from that game it's as good as a it's as good as a loss what if that point gets us promoted it'd be absolutely hilarious but uh, I you know what I mean. But like you know, may- maybe on the look back on this and see if we hadn't scored that penalty against Bolton in that wonderful one-one draw that yeah. we had. Uh, yeah, that's uh, look, that's something to look forward look, to. We're going to be all right. We're not. We're not even going to look. It's not even going to come down to, to that to that final margin because Gareth Ainsworth Sunderland are going to absolutely tear this division to yeah. bits. Alan Pardew Sunderland will definitely. Alan do Pardew it. Sunderland don't exist. That's, that's not a thing. <laughs> Gareth Ainsworth Sunderland is not only plausible, but it will be good. Is it wrong to want somebody to dance on the sideline? Is it? Is that so wrong? Ainsworth can do that. Can he? I think he's too much like, of the crazy guy. No, he, he looks a bit like he could do that, you know. I mean, you know, he's, he's got that, like, you know, you know that, like, weedy, like, stepdad look that Pardew's got. Ainsworth has got that about him. That'll do me. That's yeah. fine. I'll, I'll let him off with that. As long as yeah. he tells dad jokes at the end as well. Yeah, he, would he tell dad jokes, but he'd he tell, like, 
inappropriate. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, he, and he just of, like in, he's he's definitely has like he's definitely met Vinnie Jones yeah. before, so you know yeah. it's hard as well. He's not got a laugh. He's got like a snigger. He's he's not a laugher. He just like he, he does. He's got like an awful wheezy little laugh, like Pardew would. Oh, can we be bothered with that in the press? I'd have him. You know yeah. what it is though, right? Because if if I if I hear if I Check hear him off. chuckle at the, at, the, at the demise of a team where he's like, if if we finish a game right and we've just beaten. Uh, let's let's throw a dart at the map. Let's he's he's beaten um, AFC Wimbledon four 0 away, right? We've just injured two of their players. We've got one red card ourselves. You've got an Akin Fen- Fenwick. Yeah, you've, you've got McNulty Grigg and an Akin Fenwick brace, right? <laughs> and he's there, and you're like, and there's like Gareth. Do you think that behaviour was appropriate here? And he's like, couldn't care less, lads. Just bad them for going up, lads. I'd be like, you know what, you know what, I'd I'd follow I'd follow Gareth to hell and back if he did that. So you're a big fan of Gareth Ainsworth? Hey, look, I just, I just, I'm very aware now that that's what we need. We've had Ross's conservative, possession-based football, where we maybe sneak the odd chance here and there, and we use about a tenth of our strikers and attacking players' potential. If we had Ainsworth now, if you put him in the cockpit now, he's got so much to work with, and he has just got such an awful demeanour in football. <laughs> That it would complement our situation perfectly. What we need, we is need a dickhead. We need, That's an, what we, need. we need an anti-hero, and uh, we need him right now. Roy Keane doesn't have a job. Roy Keane, no, he does. He does. He's oh, been, Sky Sports, yeah, he's, though, isn't he's he? For, That's not a job. Sky. It's not a job. It's not, not to be fair. Gary but, Neville left to go to Valencia. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, he's contractually obliged to his new duties, but I'm sure we could. I would marry Roy yeah. Keane tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking here with Paul Hurst's. Um, uh, I just I was just I was going to click on a Gareth Ainsworth's um, wiki. Paul Hurst is five foot five. Massive. Yeah, big man. Oh my I god! I, I mean, I've, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely. You know, there's. You'll be overjoyed. You're, you might be like an inch taller. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've never had them before. Hey, I've, I'm, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. much. I mean, I, I felt quite at home here. All five foot eight players would say, "Might some." Like, oh, that's like that. They're like me. Even I can be a footballer. If only we had five Charlie Wikes. Yeah. Just, just yeah. people who want the football. Do you think Chris Hewton's a good shout, or do you think well, not we haven't got a chance? I just think a championship club will get him. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I think he would look higher than us, I'd which is an awful thing to say. Although Klopp, Klopp will do. Klopp. I, I mean, I don't want. I, I don't be all ask right. for much. It'd no. be all right. Yeah, I can deal with Klopp. He, he did a job until we got someone better in. <laughs> I think. You know, yeah, until, he, we've done in the Champions League in four years, and he's old. Well, that's shocking, really. Mm. I mean, I, I mean, I think if we bring Klopp in now, we need a five-year plan to win the Champions League. I wish I was here for the takeover pod that caused all the hassle. Yeah. There was a lot of that. I was good. Oh, yeah. That was, um, uh, yeah. I had a cat in the bag and did I let it out? <laughs> I believe I did. I, I actually know what it is, though, right? I wasn't even like, I'm not in the know, nor am I ever in the know. I don't know anything that other people don't know. You, you just but I, said, I, I just said that wrong. Honestly, I meant to say that the takeover could be being announced. I, what, what I meant to imply was possibility. But what I said was certainly, I said it's been announced. So I got my tense and my my like tone completely wrong there. Ladies and gentlemen of Sunderland, that is an apology from Alex yeah. McLean. Yeah, that that's my uh <laughs> it's my like grandstand apology to the people of Sunderland. Oh wait, the people of Sunderland the fans of Sunderland, because yeah, we, we do we do have a lot of Sunderland fans. Yeah, that's true. Sunderland. Yeah, well in, according to you, forty eight thousand. Forty that's all we've got. That's all we've got. That's all, all we've, we've got. got. No queues outside of uh, the Gallagher or nothing. None no of that. queues. None of that. No. Shame, like. Oh, uh, they didn't win yesterday. As they didn't. Newcastle didn't win yesterday. Yeah, that's all right. Can oh, that's all, okay. They'd can we all celebrate. That's it. The max of not won, and that's okay, yeah. then, isn't it? You know, didn't that's... deserve a joy. They did they? Yeah. Oh, terrific. To be honest, right, we were coming back from the match, and my mate put that on the radio on the way back, and I was like, "Don't put that on, right?" Because <laughs> the the win one nil. No, because if, if if the win, it's like the final insult. Like, I mean, o- o- I mean, obviously, a Sunderland result always takes priority over the Mags result, but oh, like, easy. 
But ultimately, if if they've just if if they, if, if they were winning, I'd be like, I'll turn that off now. Mm. But yeah, look. Anyway, I'm looking at I'm looking at Ainsworth's Wikipedia. Right, uh, management style. Ainsworth is a very attack-minded manager and likes teams to play aggressively and with a high press. I just wanted Tell to see... Tell me that's not what we need. I just wanted to see Gareth Ainsworth is a knobhead or something, just is an angry man. Gareth Ainsworth is a dangerous fellow. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to hear is just like is. somebody that's somebody scared of and just go yeah. there. He is, he's a, be, he, is, he is a dangerous fellow. Be a role model. Yeah, be something. Get Vinnie Jones in as assistant manager. Job done. <laughs> we're laughing. Gone in sixty yeah. seconds. Just done there and talk to people. I don't know what you mean by job done. I don't know what the job in question you're thinking of is, but <laughs> I'm sure something would get done. I'd imagine it's not legal. No, probably not. Didn't sound very legal. I think we can probably bring that to a close round about there, really. If you want to yeah, give us sorry, a, Sean. Yeah, get that if you want to give us a quick prediction um and for the <sighs> give us what you think the score will be for the Sheffield United and the MK Dons game and then give me your scorers and I'll give you mine and then we'll finish <sighs> it there. Jack Russell Sunderland will beat Sheffield United 2-1. Mm-hmm. Who's going to score? Oh, dear. Um, Gooch 2. Gooch 2? Yeah, Gooch 2. Brilliant. Uh, what about MK Dons? McDonald's. Uh, I think we'll go out turgid again. I think 1-1. I'm going to call 1-1 mm-hmm. just because if, if Jack Russell's still in charge, 1-1. If Jack Russell's not in charge, we'll probably hammer them 7-0 or something. Although we're seeing that mm. with, with the antithesis of any football club, aren't we? So every time we get a manager, we don't get a new manager bounce. Mm-hmm. We get a new manager drop. Yeah. And it's always happened at Sunderland. We've mm-hmm. never had like... We've not got the mags to play in the second game anymore. <laughs> oh, imagine we have them to play next week. <sighs> Couldn't even... Would win? Oh, disagree. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I think we'll be all right. I think we'll mm. bat them. We've got that massive Englishman up front of the Joe Ellington. Yeah. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> uh, uh, a large English man uh, Joe Ellington yeah Joe Ellington Joe Ellington that's and, his name and the, the, the other lad Andy Carroll Andy Carroll yeah we'd, we'd, we'd get pummeled the, there was no way Flanagan Wouldn't? could deal with the shit Flanagan you know, but you know what is the right Flanagan would actually right just 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 for the crack, he'd pocket him yeah, all game. Yeah, absolutely. He'd you know what it is? In him. true Sunderland fashion. Yeah. He he'd would, pocket he him and they'd score. He would be man of the match. Yeah. He'd probably score three. Mm-hmm. Well, no, we'd, we'd win 1 0. We'd get our first clean sheet of the season via a 45 yard goal from Alan Ozturk. Just <sighs> something ridiculous. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm totally on for yeah. that. I, I'd, I'd, I'd vote for that. Yeah. I don't know where we've gone with this, Anth. I'm losing the will yeah. to live, I think. I think our, I think insanity's kicked in the rope. It's, the, it's the two man job. Normally we've got two yeah, people. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the two man job was a bad idea. Uh, like, that was not, was not. We have blown this. Out <laughs> the park. We our listeners. It's like the League One version. Of, it's like Athletic or Mince this, but like worse. Told us to do an impression of Peter Beardsley. I mean, I mean, Beardsley's pretty bad taste at the moment, isn't he? But you know, we'll, we'll go with it. So um, I don't think it's in bad taste when you talk yeah. in Athletic or Mince yeah. terms. It's in yeah. terrific taste. Oh. Didn't have a didn't have a great game uh, watching the lads play Bolton. We should probably get Andy Dawson in just for the crack. Uh, two, two, Massive lads uh, fun, isn't he? Two, two, one, one uh, against uh, Bolton. Uh, didn't go up, uh, good, good stare at the uh, the bus stop, you know. Uh, so all the so all the the people are uh, coming and going and uh, coming and uh, and going. Uh, <laughs> And it wasn't a, it wasn't a good game. Uh, Dover Murphy didn't play, and that that was good because uh, you know he's always going to score against uh, Dover Murphy. Uh. Peter, you got them fucking eggs on. <laughs> you joke of a man. <laughs> That's you creepy little doyle. You creepy little 
bastard. <laughs> oh, no. I love it. Sean, no. edit it out, please. No. Sean, edit that back in, please. <laughs> do both. Do edit both. it out and in. I don't know how you do that. Yeah, Carry I don't on. know. Have a, have oh, a go at it, perhaps, perhaps keep it in your own personal diary. Archive. Archive. As if you No, I'm sorry, but he already does. He has one of those. I know. I, I know Sean. Oh, is he one of them? Sean has an archive of, of sort of like little anecdote that never saw the light, the light of day on the pod. Imagine he's got a lot over everybody. Oh, it, it, honestly, it'd be like a Black Mirror episode if he cracked that open. Honestly, he'd... he'd uh, I love Black Mirror. I, I don't mind it. I'd love to. Should we talk about telly? Let's talk about Let's telly. Talk telly. Telly's class. Yeah. What did I watch the other day? And I thought, oh, that was outstanding. That might have been Stranger Things, was but it, I'm miles was, behind was everyone it, Was it Road Wars? No, it wasn't Road Wars. Was it Cash in the Attic? Cash in the Attic, Wow. Excellent oh show. my god! Do you prefer Castanet or Antiques Roadshow? No, uh, what's it called? Homes under the hammer. Homes under the hammer. Dion Dublin bringing it back to football. What a footballer Dion Dublin was! <laughs> uh, if we could bring back Dion Dublin twenty years and put oh, him up man. front for something today, oh, right. we would break records. I think. I think. I think we'd, we've got to go. Home. I think we've yeah. got to go home before we die. Yeah, something's going to happen. Uh, you know, I kind like Bargain Hunt. I think Bargain. Bargain. Wow! I can't good. stand that fella. Oh, the posh geezer with the bloody glasses and the tash and the wait. But the thing is, though, he he needs to be on there for that kind of show, though, because oh, it's, Tom, it's... Tom, 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 Tom. I've met the bugger. Tom. He's a dreadful person. Is he? What, it, oh, that the end bit where he t- makes everyone kick the air and say yes. Uh, Tom, Tom, something. Yeah. Tom, Tom, dipshit. Oh, I'm gonna Google it. I'm gonna Google it. I'm gonna. I'm, uh, Tom Whittacombe, what, Huddleston. Tom Huddleston. Tom Huddleston. That's him, isn't it? Tom Huddleston is. is oh the no, guy. he's called um, Tom Whittacombe. What, he's what, called Tim. What, Tim. Tim Wanacott. See how far away was I? Tim Wanacott. That's what Quite I said. Yes. Timothy yes. Wanacott is an English. Timothy Wanacott. Imagine that. Is it? No. Oh, that's our new walkout music. Well, well, the theme to Bargain Hunt. <laughs> does it fit with the club? I think it does. Kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stuart Donald yeah. would yeah. He'd play that. You know, you'd have like you'd have like Jack Ross on and then like the little the little the little sound effect goes Profit one one. And then that's it. What were you saying about Tom like Tim 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 one? One well, he is an English chartered auctioneer, chartered surveyor, antiques expert, and a television presenter. He was previously a director of Sotheby's, one of the world's oldest auction houses. I, I knew about that. Should we go? No. Flown, you, know, you know, for the next Roker Should Report... Should we go to auction house? Oh, it's been burnt down. Oh. Let's not do that. No, we'll, like, on the next Roker, Roker Report, AGM2, we're going to go to Sotheby's. It's really posh, I think. Well, it's posh for me, anyway. I'm from Pensher. Have a look. Um, it's a, oh, no, yeah, it's, it's based in New York, so it'd be, be a nice jaunt. Nice jaunt for the boys. Based in New York? Yeah. That's, it's incredible. It's an incredibly posh place, if I yeah. recall correctly. Aye. Um, God, this absolutely gone to the dogs. This I, work, now, like, I, I, I can go all day and I'll talk I, about I, what no. have we got now. Yeah, well, well, the cricket, is, cricket, don't cricket, like cricket. Is don't like it. Sorry, <laughs> that's where it cuts out. The music comes on. That's it. Oh, bargain! Oh no! Uh, oh, tell you what, tell you going to be a bargain. I'd buy it back and tell him one for free. No, it can't be a free because we've got to pay him uh, image no, rights. No, no, no. He'll... His, his image rights are worth a fortune. That's true. I beast know. mode. Don't care. I can't even see a beast mode. I'm going to get charged now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, just using that phrase at all and it's a copyright infringement now. He'd be, be stood outside now, ready to crack us. Uh, yeah. yeah. I reckon he could bench me. Yeah. I, I'm I, a big I, lad. He could bench me. He could, he could bench I, me. I could bench you. <laughs> he probably could bench me, actually. It's not that hard. I'm like 12 stone. Yeah. 
quite easily benched. I'm, I'm at least W. Yeah. Easily could be. <laughs> um, Let's be perfectly honest. Easily 22 stone. Yeah. Easily. You are like the average League One defender in Iron Will Grigg. That's that's pretty much how it goes. If, I, if, if, I, if you were stood over me defending a corner, that's what Will Grigg feels like. Uh, I would win a header. I think you would. <laughs> I think absolutely would. God, I can was a big boy. Like it is, uh, I'm looking at some was, photos of him now. Like he's a massive boy. In my day job canteen, I was having a conversation with a gentleman who will remain nameless, mm-hmm. but he said I can Fenway was fat. Now I would, right. I would gladly have just made him. I'd have just took him down to see him. I mean, he's got a, he's got like, he's got a bit of a, he's got a bit of like a stomach protrusion. But that's not, that's not going to be fat. That's going to be like I'm not, muscle. I'm not, I'm not even going to. I'm not talking about him anymore. Mm-hmm. I am terrified of the man. Uh, uh, yeah, honestly, like on the off chance that we do get. Gareth Earnsworth and he, he, has to, he has to follow him how good would that be getting him on the pod just get him on the pod anyway regardless he's had some yeah. career just, just just ask him just like do you want to come on the pod he's had like, some career yeah. I, I, know you've, I know you've had no as a director of football as a director of football <laughs> get him in what, bring him on to, to sign other massive meathead players yeah that's it why not why not exactly win the Premier League with meathead players could be done well, it's not possible win, we need to win League 1 first mm-hmm. but you could win League 1 meathead players if you had a whole team of back in Fenwars you're going to win League 1 Yes. You mentioned Baldwin at Salford. Did he play yesterday and they got hammered off crew 4-1, I think? Did they? Great. Let's have a little look how he's doing. Jack, not Bauer. Jack Bauer. Oh, 24. I'm going to watch all of them again. Jack Baldwin. He's played two games for them. I don't know if he played yesterday. You know what? I've he played. must have. He, can't, he, can't, he can only have been there for two games. Surely. Salford. 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 Uh, fixtures. Got a great skiing centre there. It's like the really? Manchester version of Silksworth. Well, I quite like skiing, mate. I like Silksworth. I live like just across the road from Silksworth. Well, not across in, the road. I live like down the road from Silksworth. I live in Silksworth. Ooh. Which is tasty. Ah, oh, it's nice. Uh, how have they just got on Salford? Yeah, they've just... Yeah, they're there. They've got a bad off crew. Who played? Uh, ooh, where are you? Which one, which one of these is Salford? Uh, no, I didn't play. No. No, well, it wasn't the, well, that's why they lost. Yeah, he was. Baldwin was he on the bench? No, he wasn't anywhere. Where is he? Where is Jack Baldwin? Just, I feel, I feel really sorry for that lad. Oh, tell you, tell you, who did play though. Dean Whitehead. Dean Whitehead. No, Maybe. sorry, no. What's wrong, Danny Whitehead? Oh, it's the same. It's got to be the same person. You said D Whitehead. Is, is that can't be anyone else called Whitehead? Has he? Has he got? Is he related to Dean Whitehead? No, based on football manager knowledge and the relationships where they say preferred players. Yeah. Danny Whitehead has never had Dean Whitehead. You know what? That's what I use as well. I use that like a lot for like. So once he's mm-hmm. once it's his preferred relationship, mm-hmm. Kevin Keegan and uh, Les Ferdinand. Yeah, you know that they've they've been bedfellows. Yes, mm-hmm. I was going to yeah. say they're either siblings together. or bedfellows. Bedfellows. But, uh, that's pretty much how it goes. I quite like. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim, you see, you find out some great little like factoids from Footy Manager though. Like it's, I haven't it's played really, it for years. It's like in like, the in like on the handheld version, it's got like that other nationality section. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I imagine that the, the full version also has that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that the handheld would have something that the main link doesn't have. It's quite a quite yeah. a novice opinion really to have on Footy Manager, but still, yeah. It's like remember um, Johan Kabai. Yes, his, his like Newcastle legend. His second nationality was Vietnam, so he I think he can represent Vietnam. It's like you know how like he can't um, he can't now because he played for France. Well, yeah, but like if, if theoretically he could have played for Vietnam. It's, it's like, not like Kosovo because if you were Swiss and then Kosovan, but because Kosovo have no come to fruition, yeah, exist, he could now play for Kosovo. Yeah, no, I think that's a different one. No, I think no, no, yeah, there's does that. Vietnam still exist, or is it Chinese Taipei now? No, I think Vietnam exists. Does it? Chinese Taipei is just Chinese Taipei, isn't it? Vietnam's like a separate thing. I haven't a clue. I'm not a ge- nah, geographer. Vietnam's still a place. I'm thinking. 
not a not a teacher like you. Yeah, it's true. Mm. What's what's uh, Yugoslavia doing these days? It's uh, still stuck in 1986. How about Zaire? How's Zaire getting on? Zaire. 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 How long, how long's it been since Libya didn't have an all green flag? 1972. Hmm. Just made that up. Could be right. Zaire is now Congo. Ooh, right. I thought so. Thank you. Thank uh, you. The Democratic Republic of right. Congo. Right. Yeah, I see. Give it its full title. Yeah. So is, is, is that like I say? Is, is it Zaire? Zaire. Oh, Zaire. Zaire. No, Zaire. Zaire. Like, yeah. like Ireland, Era. How's Era doing these days? Yeah, how is Era doing these days? I don't know. I don't know. Ask them. It doesn't. How's um? I don't know. Look, look. I've I've got no more material. All right, I'm 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 not as I'm not is, as funny as you are. Is this material? I don't know. Like how? What? Uh, we, I was meant to end the pod thirteen minutes ago. <laughs> Nobody cares. No. Let's go on Spark FM. No, you know it's... what? Right. If you've if you've um for those who've listened in this far, uh, we've got a game. Um, if you answer this question right. I will get Graham to um, mail you a Wamba, which he promised for the last competition, but no one won it. <laughs> so uh, this this is for the Wamba. Uh, it'll go to the first person who gets the correct answer. Um, I'm thinking of a question. Hang on. Um, it's going to be a Sunderland trivia-related question, and that question is this. Still thinking. Uh, who was the last Sunderland player to play semi-professional football in Australia. Good Who question. was the last Sunderland player to play semi-professional football in Australia? Can I answer that now? No. Oh. No, you can't. because you want a free one bar. No. Uh, Graham will mail you a one bar if you get that question right. So, yeah, I think that's a pretty good place to leave it. You know what? You know what I never actually did? I never give my predictions on the, the last two games. Oh, please do that, because then... Okay, we can, well, we're going to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that'll round it off very nicely. That's good stuff. Yeah, um, I think we're going to lose 2-0 to United because I just think we'll... I think that's probably more realistic yep. than mine. Yeah. And then I think we'll draw 1-1 with MK Dons and he'll get sacked. So you mean lose 1-1 with MK Dons? We'll lose 1-1 and he'll get sacked, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I think that was going to be exactly what happens because I have no more faith in that man and I think he's lost He's lost the fans and he may or may not have even lost the team. You've broke me. Broke. You've broke me. I'm Sorry. broken. I, I, was, I was once a positive character and now... I have absolutely nothing to give. It's all because of you <laughs> and your 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 thoughts on Jack Ross. Yeah. And you know what? I am not going to take them back. I'm not going to lie. I'm so happy. Yeah. That that we've just been able to air our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Even if nobody listens, at least it's out there. And, yeah. And we're important now. We, mm-hmm. us, me and you. Yeah. A tag team. Like tag team. Something. Are, what what are we like? The Quinn Rock and, and Phillips sock connection. Yeah, was, I was thinking wrestling. To be honest, I, I don't watch. I never watched wrestling. Did you not? Oh, no, nah. I was a kid. Wrestling was mint. No, nah, I only watched, watched Bargainand. Sorry, go, go back to two thousand and one. The archives. Right, Just watch wrestling from about nineteen ninety nine to two thousand and one. Could do. Oh, the Rock. I'd marry him. No one all. Would you have Akin Fenwa and Dwayne the Rock Johnson up front? Yes, I would. I'd put Rock Johnson up front with just by himself. Yeah. I put him on the pitch by himself. I just rock bottom everyone. It'd be unreal. Oh, what a what a legend! Have Hulk Hogan come on at half time. <laughs> laughing here. Well, on that note, <laughs> I, I think we're, we're, there's only one way we're going, and that's towards the the terminus of this pod. So uh, yeah, thank you everyone who joined me in the studio today. Oh, you're very welcome. I'm so glad I was here. Yeah, and I'm really sorry that I had to get you out of your bed to come here. Honestly, like I, I, I needed to leave the house. I'd I'd, I'd been doing work for like. Eight hours straight, 
So I'm I'm very glad that we've had about an hour and seventeen minutes of nonsensical discourse. <laughs> I bet you really... it's I bet you it's twenty minutes when it's downloaded. <laughs> oh yeah, once once Sean trims this trims this puppy down, it's going to be nothing. You see, it's trim. Be absolutely nothing. It's a trim savage. Once, once he slices this thing to bits, yeah, savages it like some kind of Sweeney Todd. We're going to have nothing left. He ravages it like a savage dog. Like a savage dog, yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you, and uh, see you next week. Merry Christmas. Dun, 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 Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.